0: Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey
1: everyone, this is Ryan Cote with the Morning Upgrade Podcast, and today I'm excited to be speaking with Jeremy Sten. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Happy to talk to you. Excited to have this conversation. Why don't you start off by telling everyone who you are, what you do, and then what your interests are.
0: Yeah great. Thanks for having me on. So my name's Jeremy Stratton. I'm a, well by training, I'm a lawyer, um, and you can probably tell from my accent that I'm from Australia. I'm from um, a, t- a city called Brisbane in Australia, and I'm a lawyer by training, and I've moved out of being the lawyer day to day and more oh, um, I am the business owner of that business. I also run a, another business, uh, which is a tech business, all about helping business owners to find the blind spots in their business from a legal point of view in a really efficient manner and that's called the business legal life cycle. So what do I enjoy doing? I love helping people. I love finding solutions for people in innovative ways and really solving complex problems and making them really simple. I really found a niche for that in what I do in law and consulting with other businesses. And I really love just just helping people to find those those really easy to find solutions from complex problems.
1: You say you enjoy helping people. So would you say you get energy from Talking to people, do you feel like your your highest energy when you're engaging in conversation and trying to solve problems?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if I'm in there and I'm helping someone to find a solution to their problem, that's when I really, I really get great energy. I really enjoy that that part of it, and yeah, I get awesome energy out of actually just helping people and finding those solutions.
1: So the the morning upgrade podcast is it's about personal development and growth and morning routines. So why don't you, if you have a morning routine, what does it look like? And if you don't, what habits do you have that? grow your personal development?
0: I do have a morning routine. It's not that complicated. I've tried different ones. But really, what I do is I get up at around 4am most days. I drink a glass of water, about 500 mils. I don't know what that is in <laughs> in, in US terms, but 500 mils is is, is the, um, the glass of water that I make sure I drink. Then I will get up and I'll read. I love reading and I love learning. And so, I'll get out my Kindle and I'll read for an hour. And then really get into start doing some work for an hour before my kids get up. So between that four to six mark is really my time to focus in on what I what I want to learn, making sure that I read, then getting into doing some work. And, and when I say some work, it's usually writing articles or yeah, working on my business, not working in my business and try and achieve something by 6am when my kids get up normally and then go and play with them for an hour. By then, I, I find that if I've won the morning, if I've achieved all that, then I have an awesome day. And it's worked really well for me. I've tried different things with, with my morning routine, and they haven't really moved the needle as much as that has for me.
1: Morning routines have been been key for me, sort of like addicted to it now. I'm on 90 days straight, which for a while I was doing it like every day, but I would stop a little bit and I would feel bad and I would start up again and feel great. Now I've got myself into a 90 day routine. I, I also use the Kindle, but I find it like, I find that I I prefer reading a physical book better because the Kindle, though it's convenient having it, I find myself like wanting to check Instagram and my emails and it's, it's become like reading while also trying to control myself. And so it becomes distracting, but I do uh, like this morning, I use my Kindle, but I prefer like the actual like physical book in my hand. I don't know if you feel the same way, but. I love
0: the physical book and I think you're right. My big thing is I love traveling as well and I can have all my books on my Kindle and I can, take them wherever I like around the world, and they're all there. So I kind of force myself to, to read on the Kindle. So, I, I, But I, I agree with you, a physical book, nothing beats that as far as, as, far as reading and really
1: learning. Yeah, I recently subscribed to um, Success Magazine, like the actual okay. like, physical copy, and I haven't had a magazine delivered to my house in, I don't even know, 10 years or something like that, and it was weird to get a magazine and be reading through it. It's kind of nice, actually, but I agree with the Kindle. so convenient. So you talked about your the your life cycle your life cycle business. What's been the hardest thing about, I guess, trying to grow that business and how have you handled the situation, or handled the challenges?
0: Yeah. So the life cycle is all about, as I said, helping business owners to see their blind spots, so that they can really plug those blind spots and stop really problems that happen in business because they don't. People don't uh, go and get legal advice proactively. They're very reactive. People come to lawyers when they have a problem and we, solve, and we solve the problem. Life cycle is about changing that and being more proactive. So the biggest challenge there, Ryan, is around educating not only business owners, but lawyers that there's a different approach. Because as someone who's... You know, I started being a lawyer when we recorded this about 17 years ago, so back in the, the early 2000s. And you're trained to be reactive. And I'm trying to change an industry to be more proactive. And so the challenge is is really around teaching one business owners that there is a proactive approach to law. They don't have to just solve problems as they arrive. They can prevent them before they occur. But also to educate the attorneys and show attorneys that there can be a different way and that if they do it the right way, they can actually help their clients solve their problems before they arise. Which means that they build better relationships with those clients, and they become the trusted advisor because they're solving problems. They're not just they're solving problems before they arise, not just solving them after they arise. So that's the biggest challenge in the business is, is really around just that education piece for lawyers and I, and I lawyers, attorneys. I, I do it. I have the product in Australia, the UK, the US, and into South Africa as well. And it's the same common problem amongst all four countries.
1: They don't feel like they need it, or they. Uh... Is it that they don't have a growth mindset or they just don't think they need need this type of training?
0: For the lawyers, it's very much the they're so in the business doing the work that they don't see that there's another way to to actually help their clients. And for the business owners
1: it.
0: it's the same problem. People are so busy in the business doing the work that they're not thinking about prevention, they're just thinking about reaction. and so there's a it's an education piece to show people how there is a better way, how there's a cost effective way and how that they can solve their problems really easily if they just take the the approach now.
1: Previous guest, Adam Lean, he was talking about the same thing, like working... He helps businesses with their finances, and they're often too much in the weeds in their business, not working on their business. And we were talking about the the E-Myth Revisited book, or E-Myth, which is that whole Michael Gerber, the whole description of what happens to a person that's good at something, they start a business, but they're not really a business person now they're working in the weeds and they're just not working on the vision and the strategy of the business and just starts to crumble around them. So definitely can, you know, resonate with that a little bit. So let's talk about, you said you get up very, very early, much earlier than I do. Let's talk about your day though. What does a perfect day look like for you? Have you ever mapped that out? What it looks like elements of the perfect day for you?
0: Yeah. So I've been very big and implemented what I call a default diary, which is like an ideal week. So I have... The whole week mapped out of everything I'm, I do and when I do it, and so the perfect day looks different every every single day, and will depend on the type of work that I'm doing. So, you know, I usually get up at four. I don't get up at four every day. I'm not going to say that I get up at four every day. I do go to bed very early. When I had children, my mother gave me the advice of go to sleep when they go to sleep, so that you know when they wake up in the middle of the night, you're, <laughs> you're not you're mm-hmm. not too tired. And I kind of just got into that habit, and I haven't got out of that habit. Yeah, you know, my kids are, are six and five, uh, and I just just form that habit. So my day it, it does vary per day, I, um, and the perfect day is if I can start out that with that routine. If I can start out by reading, if I can start out by by doing some good work on the business, and then spend an hour with my children at least, but you know sometimes two and take them to school. I just had this sets me up for a good day, no matter what the rest of my schedule is. So you know, I don't have a perfect day for every day, but I, I have a perfect. Day for the week, and that I find that works really well. And I find that I achieve more. That changes too, Ryan. It's not a set in stone and forget about it thing. Every three months or so, I will adjust that to just keep things interesting and and where I find a tweak to that. And I find that works really, really well to just get my days going and making sure that I'm achieving what I want to achieve.
1: Do you plan out the week like on a um, like on a like Sunday or or something, or how does that look? I will plan
0: it out over the weekend. But usually the week is is set on, on what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it for say a three month period, and then I'll plan out. I use the um, Kanban system, which was used by popularised by Jim Benson, and it was also it came from Toyota, I think it was in in Japan, and that's the post-it notes and you know, using those to to put out your tasks, and I'll do that on a Sunday and put out my tasks for the week, and then make sure that I I achieve all that by the end of the week.
1: I haven't heard of that system before. Check that out. How did you say it? What's the name of the product? Kanban. So it's
0: K-A-N-B-A-N. It's a book called Personal Kanban, and it's by a gentleman by the name of Jim Benson, who lives in Seattle, I believe. And his partner's name just escapes me for the moment, but it's a really good read and a really good system to get stuff done.
1: Oh, all right, good. Put those in the ship. Put that in the show notes for sure. So I've got yeah. one more question, and then um, you can tell everyone how they can learn more about you, connect with you, maybe on LinkedIn, whatever you want. So habits, sounds like you've already given some of them, reading, um, going to bed early, waking up early, the system you follow for planning out your the Kanban system. What other habits do you have around personal development that help you be a better father, better, better leader, better business owner? What habits do you have?
0: Yeah, so I mean, the ones, the ones that we've mentioned before, they're definitely ones um, that I have. Another one is that I do I use I also use I love systems as anyone listening to this will will be able to hear, but the twelve week year, which I'm sure you know about from our ISI group. And I have mapped out like the, the high value activities that I want to get done. So things like making sure that I have, you know, at least exercise three times a week, making sure that as far as being a better father goes, I always make sure that at least two days a week I go and pick up my kids and I drop them off at least two days a week at school, that I make sure that I spend some time with them and I have that all mapped out and I actually sit down in that three month period and map out everything that I'm doing and make sure that I actually do those do those things and yeah so not really any more habits than that except for one one other one that I like to do is the um is spend some time three times a week doing critical thinking on my business and really but shut myself off from the world you know we're talking before before the recording about well actually no sorry we were talking about the kindle and the distractions there and Putting the all the devices away, getting out a piece of paper or a notebook, and doing critical thinking about the business, I found that to be a really useful habit to really think about, think things through, and really get a good result for the business going forward, and really decide where you're going. So that's a, that's another habit that I found really good.
1: I'm 100 percent agreeing on that last part with the uh, the journal, the, you know, letting your journaling on your thoughts and letting the ideas flow. I've been doing that recently too, where I'll have a pen and paper no phone and I'll just have like, I'll look at my journal and wrote, uh, see what I wrote down in previous months or previous weeks. And just whatever is on my mind, I'll just start writing ideas down and thoughts and it's been really cleansing. It's uh, I didn't think I would mm-hmm. like it as much. So appreciate you saying that. Well, well this has been really great. I mean, appreciate all the information and, and, and uh, habits and tools you've given us. Um, what's the best way that someone can connect with you if they're interested in learning more?
0: Yeah. So the best way is LinkedIn. If you search search for Jeremy Stratton, we can put that in the show notes because it is a bit of a weird spelling. Um, I'm the only one, at least on LinkedIn that I've that I've seen <laughs> in the world. So people can connect with me there. That's probably the best way. And yeah, happy to help anyone out if they've got any questions about what we've talked about today. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for being on.
1: Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, Ron.
0: Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.